0: hi Niall thanks so much for taking the time to be part of this conversation today um as mentioned this is the first 15 minutes with and you're the first guest and the idea is just to have a short and sweet conversation with an interesting person which is you this time um, as uh tomorrow will be international women's day uh the topic is around equality gender equality and so i have a couple of questions for you and uh yeah we'll just take it from there so maybe uh for the audience if you just want to introduce yourself and uh, share a little bit about what you do
1: hello everybody uh my name is niall henry i'm the founder and ceo of a trailblazing social enterprise called the blair project which exists to build the diverse talent pipeline needed to fuel the green industrial revolution. How we do that, you may ask, is that what we do is that we go into schools and we teach teams of young people aged 13 to 19 in how to convert used petrol go-karts into fully electric e-karts that they get to test and race to see which is the fastest and the most energy efficient. We call this the Proto-EV STEM Challenge. And in terms of Proto-EV, it taps into the climate change activisms of young people by providing them with hands-on experience of working with green technologies. And I have been doing, I've been running the Blair Project for the last seven years now. So I started it when I was 18, and the core mission was to make motorsport more diverse, affordable, accessible, sustainable, and inclusive. So regardless of your race, gender, or background, anybody could take part.
0: Amazing. Thank you. So yeah, you know, we were just talking about, you know, you and I used to work at Apple together. And that's how we met. That's how we know each other. And so much has changed for for both of us. in, you know, in the last couple of years, um, it's great to see your emphasis on diversity and inclusion. And, you know, that's a real pillar of uh, why you've built this organization and, and a principle of you know how you operate day to day, so I guess my first question is um, what does what does equality mean to you? Why, why is it important for you to embed into your organization?
1: For me, equality is all about everyone should have the right to reach their full potential and not to be discriminated on based on their race, gender, sexuality, disability, or even uh, their um, in terms of being poor. Uh, nobody should be uh, discriminated for that. And so yeah. in terms of my organization, that's why I kind of set up the Blair Project was that motorsport is, one of those sports where you know what—it doesn't matter how uh, talented you are. If you've not got that financial backing behind you, you're never going to have the opportunity to excel. And in terms of, let's say, careers in the sport, uh, it's not so much diverse. So there's a lack of uh, people of color, women, um, or even LGBT on the race grids, as even mechanics or engineers or as drivers. Yeah. So. I, I decided when I was 18, that, and the reason why I called it the Blair Project, just, just to let everybody know, is that I named it after my younger brother, who is a former kart racer and the inspiration behind it. Amazing. So I noticed when I when I was 18 and I started it, that you know, in terms of that career progression, it was very much nil. And in terms of support from the elite in motorsport, they weren't too interested in seeing uh, more black or Asian uh, people, in either being drivers mechanics or engineers so I decided do you know what let me be the difference I, mm-hmm. you know what? no one else is doing it why can't I do this and try and make motorsport a bit like football where you know what the talent does shine through and that money isn't a barrier uh, and I also wanted to help support my younger brother's dream come true of trying to get to uh, the highest echelons and so when we when we started out back in 2014 which feels like a long time ago now, yeah we, we we didn't get uh, a lot of support in the early days, but as 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 we've gone along and we've, we've delivered our programs in schools and we started to make a bit of our name for ourselves, uh, people are more uh, people are speaking about the Blair Project now and wanting to work with us. And a big key factor in that is that been on the back of the whole Black Lives Matter movement and the death of George Floyd, and now we're seeing a lot of uh, companies. Um, and even the employers themselves saying that we need to be doing more in our organisations. Um, and and it's about having those conversations with them and say, look around your offices, spot who is missing and, and why are they missing? Mm. Uh, and let's start having courageous conversations. So that's what we've been doing. And for employers, one of their things is saying that, you know what, you there's a massive shortage of people in terms of in the engineering sectors and even in tech to an extent um there's a shortage of people applying for those careers yeah um, and in engineering we're having to apply uh, to get people from outside the uk so whether it's poland romania india and china and why aren't we doing anything to hire british t- british talent so our thing is right you've got all this technology what if we can bring that into the schools and train up the young people on these new and emerging technologies and not even just the young people as well the yeah. teachers as well yeah they play a massive emphasis on yeah. that young person going and studying uh whether it's a career in engineering or uh, tech so we train those young people and those teachers on these new and emerging technologies and then apply it to a stem program like Proto EV. and then after that that young person will then go off and either go on to further education and study um engineering digital and tech at university or we'll go and do an apprenticeship with that organization
0: Incredible, incredible! Um, I didn't realize there was so much going on. That's amazing, yeah. um, and I, th- I think you know that um, that focus on youth is so important as well because you know having that environment and individuals around you that that push you and you know don't emphasize the fact that oh because you're a girl you can't do this or you know just emphasizing those stereotypes it's it's continuing to break those down and actually saying you can do whatever you want to do and your gender or your race like plays no role in your ability to you know fulfill your dreams whatever they might be so yeah that's incredible
1: absolutely and one of the things I would say and one of the things that's been successful in terms of my organization and is that we, it's the whole thing around the see me, be me effect. And when we first originally ran our STEM programs in schools, we had retired engineers uh, teaching uh, young people how to uh, build their own 3D printed go-karts. And what you found is that the young people, although they enjoyed the program, they felt like they couldn't relate because they couldn't see the opportunities through that retired engineer. Yeah. Um, whereas when we switched it up and it was myself and my younger brother, um, Blair, Teaching the young people because we would we weren't far off their ages. Um, the young people could see their possibilities through myself and Blair and thought, wow, if Niall can do it or Blair yeah. can do it, then I can do that as well. And so I think that's that whole thing around role models is really important, especially in the black community as as well, because mm-hmm. we don't have too many role models to look up to in terms of, let's say, in science, tech, and engineering, uh, we're normally, in terms of role models, it's normally sport and entertainment. Right. Uh, and we need to have more of those role models being, being more visible in terms of in the media and uh, uh, yeah, on, on different platforms so that young people can see somebody like even myself or or see something like yourself, Danal, and say, think, wow, this is what they're doing. I'm, yeah. I, maybe I can do that too. So I think there's needs to be more a piece of having people like ourselves um, showcase more, so people can aspire to be like us.
0: Yeah, definitely. And um, you know, you've gotten an incredible amount of, of visibility, including from uh, Prince Harry himself, uh, who's who came to to visit you. I think a while ago, initially.
1: Yeah, so he came to visit us back in uh, 2016. So it was actually on our first test day of our Proto GP schools cart challenge, nice. uh, which was getting the young people to build their 3D printed girl carts. And that was uh, still, that still gives me goosebumps to this day. it's one of the best moments in the Blair project. Um, yeah. And it not only gave us uh, his visit, not only gave us a national platform, but it also gave us an international platform. To the point where we were even being featured in like Hello Magazine in Canada, and uh, we had American universities contacting us saying, "We love what you guys are doing in the UK, and we'd really love to wow. partner with you." Um, and yeah, it's led to loads of opportunities that we couldn't, we could ne- never have dreamed of.
0: Incredible, incredible. So, what would then your advice be based on your experiences, what you're doing as part of the Blair project, it's very, what you're doing is already very solutions focused and really focusing on the action that that people can take. I think a lot of times we talk about these issues far too much and we need to shift that to what is it that we can actually do. Um, So what, if there's one thing that you would say to other people as to what they can do, to, you know, increase equality and it being more of a real thing, what would, what would that be?
1: Well, a great woman called Emmeline Pankhurst once said, deeds, not words. I think in our society now, we often talk about that we need to promote equality, but nothing ever happens as a result. Nobody takes any action. And I think that's honestly what I would say, is that we need to stop talking and start taking action. So it's mm-hmm. that whole thing, like I said before, Look around your offices and just think who is missing uh, from that from that uh, from that office yeah. um, and why why are they missing and what can I do to change that um, and you know what sometimes when I'm talking to uh, organizations uh, or even to my friends who are white. There, there is that thing of oh, race is this thing that you know we can't really talk about, and it makes us feel uncomfortable. uncomfortable. But it's yeah. about having these honest and courageous conversations, and just just calling yeah. it out, and just thinking, and just saying, right, we we mm-hmm. let's say in terms of let's say a city like Manchester, which is uh, I think it's thirty nine percent BAME. But if you look, go into a lot of the offices and the environments, it, it, is, it is like spot the black or Asian person, and there are people missing in that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just basically saying, how how can we change that? Why? Well, let's see how can we make our uh, workforce more di- more diverse and inclusive. And the thing is, is that if you have a more diverse workforce, it leads to different ideas and more, more greater creativity, which yes. will increase the productivity within the organization, which will drive the revenues and the profits. So we should. You should. It's a. It's a more. It's more of a positive thing to have a more mm-hmm. diverse uh, workforce because because when you surround it yourself, it just makes sense. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so no, that's that's an action that I would tell people is just just start having conversations and yeah, just just uh, the questions that I've I've uh, I've said to you, just begin to think uh, think about it uh, and how can I personally make a difference.
0: Mm. and I think a lot of the time you know like you said they're uncomfortable conversations to have and so you know people are sometimes worried about saying the wrong thing and oh am I using the right terminology am I could I be offending somebody and I think it's also about creating those safe spaces that it's okay to make mistakes it's okay to not know you know that you might be saying the wrong thing it's the fact that it's the effort and the fact that you're trying and and wanting to understand and wanting to improve and wanting to to advocate and speak on and support others is what should be emphasized as important rather than you know saying something wrong and then being scared to ever say anything again after that
1: yeah no absolutely I completely agree and one of the things is that we? I we, I get a lot of people asking me how can I make my uh, uh, workforce more diverse and inclusive, and expecting me to be able to provide you with the solution. And it's yes. like I can't provide you with the solution. <laughs> I don't know your organization. Only you can provide yeah. the solution. So those simple questions, just just ask yourself them and, and answer, and be able to solve your own problem um, or your own issue. Um, that's that's all I would say. because sometimes it can be quite reliant on let's say somebody from the black community or the asian community to come in and try and change that and sometimes we we can't change that it has to be yourself you have to take that internal drive and make the change yourself
0: agree agree okay so last question in the last couple of minutes um that was very insightful thank you and appreciate um spending a couple of minutes just to learn about your organization and everything that you're doing so thank you for sharing that um completely off topic now one of the things that i love learning about is um how people prioritize how people maintain productivity and obviously in this new zoom world that we're now living in it's it's completely changed the game so what is one thing that you can share about your productivity hacks what's the one thing that you do that you know helps you throughout the day or with meetings your calendars how you take notes how you remember things what's the one thing that you that you might be able to share with us
1: Hmm, I got two productivity hacks okay. uh, one I've only now just started to do uh, and the second i've been doing for quite a while so the first one the most important one that i started to do is yes. learning to say no to things uh i think that is a, a key thing uh, because sometimes we can get asked um or some, certain things come up and it, you and you, you know that deep down you should be saying no to those things when yes. you do it because you think <laughs> oh if i do that then you know i can come back to that other thing later and i don't want to let the other person down yes and you've got to really take time for yourself uh so one of the things i prioritize is is saying no to certain things uh and just continuing on on the on the things i find are the most important so the big, big picture goals mm-hmm. so learning to say no is, okay. is one thing
0: one. got
1: and, it. and the second thing is for me the biggest win for me is just switching off from social media uh, not completely uh, but trying to only go on social media once a day mm. once or maybe twice a day because you know you find that sometimes you get notifications on your phone and you, you're always quick to check your twitter or your yeah. instagram and, <laughs> you know, it's, it's remove it's about removing those distractions so that you actually stay on task so whether it's you know you limit it once once a day or twice a day just not like every 15 minutes uh, which is a, a which is I found in a report that a lot of people check their social media every 15 minutes so if you can just stay away from doing that and just check Mm -hmm. it once a day then that's my useful tip
0: awesome thank you so much um yeah I mean thank you so much for for this conversation great short and sweet conversation just like we wanted and um I learned something new and I'm sure everybody else did as well thank you very much
1: no and thank you Danal for inviting me uh onto your onto your show and I really appreciate that
0: Thanks so much.
1: Take care, everybody.